Welcome everyone to another episode of Growing Design. Today we're talking with Jonathan Fors. And um, Jonathan, why don't you introduce yourself for the audience? Yeah, so like you said, my name is Jonathan Fors. Uh, Fors. Um, I'm a Swedish 22-year-old uh, Webflow developer and web designer. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's me <laughs> in a nutshell. I'm that's a very good. active dude. I like, I like, I, yeah. I mean, I I don't like to only call myself like what I do professionally because I'm so much more than what I make money from. But uh, I like being very active and I spend a lot of time running. I've been running for four years straight uh, every single day. Every single that's, day, that's one thing. That's every commitment. single day. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. It's very fun. Uh, so, wow! I, I yeah, wish that I, I had that determination. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you training for anything specific for like a marathon or something? No, that's the thing. Like I, I always everything I do, I do because I like it. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't only. It's not only for working out, but only, also for like professionally. I do it because yes, it makes me money and I can pay rent with it, but it's very fun too so like i I've, I've run one single race in my entire life uh and i i do run marathons but i don't i don't run um like races i do it on my own um just whenever i feel like it it's like actually two days ago i ran uh, 43 kilometers which is a marathon uh, wow. but I, I just did it after work because it felt great <laughs> That's great. So, so you professionally, um, I know that you just launched your freelance business. So, congratulations! Mm-hmm. And uh, you specialize in sure. in in Webflow. I have a couple of questions. Well, first, for those in the audience who are not familiar with Webflow, can you give us like a your own version of what Webflow is? Yeah, for sure. Webflow, I, for me, Webflow is a tool that allows really anyone to develop a website, but also essentially make money from developing websites. And you don't need to be able to write the code from scratch. So I think it enables designers, visual people, uh, even marketers to some degree uh, to develop websites in some capacity at least. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Um, I have used Webflow in the past. Um, my my mm-hmm. portfolio and my personal website were on Webflow, and I've used Webflow professionally as well. And what I like about it is that, like what you said, is that you don't have that barrier of of code because a lot of people, like a lot of designers, optimize for being designers and and thinking about experiences and thinking about visuals and thinking about users. And um, they there's not a lot of designers who spend time learning how to develop front-end code because, you know, you have front-end developers who are really good at doing that. But Webflow is very interesting because it is a way for people to actually develop. I, I like that you meant that you said develop instead of making. Because Webflow works like a like yeah. a like a website development tool, as opposed to other tools out there like Wix and and Squarespace, which is just uh, kind of like a template um, making tool. I don't know how to describe them. 
but that's that's the inter yeah. interesting thing um so why why did you decide to focus on webflow professionally webflow for me really i i've my entire life i've always uh, been doing like visual things i've been creating a lot i've been uh, like through high school i was i was doing some freelance work with like graphic design and um, even photography i was doing quite a lot too so i've always been a very creative dude uh, and like visual basically creating things have always been what i like um so like with my background in graphic design etc i used to study graphic design as well um i i was always very interested in like like you said wix and squarespace and um, other website builders uh, but i always felt like like when i created a website in squarespace for example um i didn't feel like the website was mine um like it's it's a template you fill out the images the text and so on maybe insert a section here and there but i didn't have any kind of um, flexibility because uh, you, you you had a set template so that made me feel like it's not really my website like it's not really i didn't really create this and so my like my creative person inside of me felt like this is not i don't feel true to myself doing this uh, i don't feel proud of it about this so I was looking for more ways. And so I eventually found Wix, uh, which allows you to be more flexible, etc. And you can drag and drop things wherever you want. But even then, I felt like Wix, it didn't feel like I, I didn't feel like this is web development or web designing because it felt too simple. Like I didn't have to take into account like page speed or load times, et cetera, and like SEO uh, optimization and, and all of that. Uh, I just dried and drop as if I was in Photoshop, which is great for the person who needs that, but for me, it didn't feel right. Uh, so, uh, so I kept looking around. I mean, I was active on Twitter, so I like, saw things coming up and uh, people talking about things. And eventually, uh, I saw someone mention uh, Webflow, and I was like, hmm, what is this? Uh, so me, my curi curious mind, uh, decided to let's check this tool out as well. And at first, <laughs> when I signed up for Webflow and like decided to try to create something in it, I was like, but everything is boxes. Like, everything is boxes, because like, when you insert a div, like it's it's a box. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, everything can't be square. And like, how am I supposed to design anything with this? Um, so the initial like feeling with Webflow was very overwhelming for sure. Um, like, I I was so used to like Photoshop and and uh, like Wix and all these things that you don't need to I guess understand. Uh, like HTML and CSS, uh, you just yeah, drag and drop. So, uh, but I'm not the one uh, who gives up easily. So I decided to look up some tutorials and uh, found the Webflow University as well. That's been super helpful. Um, 
And uh, this was one year ago. Uh, I uh, it was actually in kind of a perfect time. Uh, let me know if I'm going off a tangent, but uh, about a year ago, I moved uh, from my home home uh, town in Sundsvall in Sweden uh, to go to France. Uh, and it was completely like unplanned really, because it really went from one month to another that I decided that no, I do not want to keep working in this uh, retail store because at the time I was doing working in retail um and so i decided like this can't be my life i i know i wanted to do something creative so i was like okay let's let's just go for it and see what happens uh so i literally from one month to another i quit my job i um, ended a lease on my apartment i sold everything i owned that didn't fit in the luggage uh, and I took a one-way flight to France, where my girlfriend wow. uh, at the time lived. That, yeah. That's impressive. Uh, were you were you freelancing while you were working at the retail store, or not? No, I wasn't actually. Um, I was doing a lot of personal projects. So let's, mm-hmm. I was active, um, but I wasn't being paid for any of it. Um, so it was really a leap of faith because I didn't have anything lined up. In no like new employer, no no nothing. Um, but that ties into like when when I then came to France, I didn't have any income. Uh, I was fine because I had like a certain amount of savings, uh, of course, and uh, I could live with my girlfriend, so there was no like panic. Um, but it did force me to like learn something that I could make money from, uh, whether that be finding a job or making my own business uh, come into reality. Um, so I was like, okay, let's, let's just apply for every, every job that I can find. And were that's exactly applying... what I did. I, I was... Sorry, were, were you applying as a, as a Webflow developer or as a graphic designer or like, what was your strategy there? No my strategy was to find anyone who wanted to hire me uh, <laughs> in France wanted to, to pay me a salary. Yeah. In France, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, okay. I didn't speak the language. I spoke English of course, but uh, not, not French. Uh, so I applied to customer service jobs. I applied to uh, like retail store jobs. I applied to uh, some design jobs, but really everything I could find um, because I needed a salary. Um, but also at the same time that I was doing that, I knew that, well, maybe I'm not gonna find a job that like anyone who wants to hire me, because that's a reality too. But uh, I was, uh, so at the same time as, as I was applying for jobs, I was also learning Webflow and really going hard at it. And I was going through the entire Webflow University uh, videos. Um, so, this kind of period really forced me to, I guess, learn Webflow and make sure that I knew it by heart. Because um, I didn't have any other, like, what was I your... didn't have anything else lined up. I was curious, um, you said um, you really wanted to learn the tool properly. Like, how do you know that you know the tool? Like, were you making like fake websites to, to test your knowledge? Or like, were you making your own website? Yeah, I was I was doing a lot of personal projects. 
I still have my very first websites that I created uh, in my my account. It's a draft, not published. Uh, but, but yeah, I was doing a lot of personal projects. Um, I've always, whatever I learn, whatever I want to learn, I always, or I never let the fact that I don't have like clients stop me. I just make sure that I do things for myself and that way learn it. So essentially learning by doing. I've I've never been the kind of guy that likes um, uh, like universities and like uh, traditional education. I, I have such a hard time studying. I really need to <laughs> uh, do things my way and uh, learning by doing. And you were very passionate about um, creative endeavors and and making stuff from a young age so that kind of like i feel like if you want to learn something especially something technical or something difficult like like a language or a, a design tool you have to want it like it's really difficult for someone mm -hmm. to force you to learn something because it takes a lot of motivation and a lot of consistency mm -hmm. to practice every day or to study every day and you're not going to achieve that if you don't really want it so I think it's mm. really important that, that yeah. yes, you had the pressure of like, okay, I have to find a job, but also you were really excited about learning this new tool because you felt like it was giving you that freedom that Wix and other tools were not giving you. Like you were actually developing mm. websites. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I felt too. Like I didn't feel like a fraud. If I don't know a better way to put it, but I felt like a fraud doing things in Wix and Webflow, uh, Wix and uh, Squarespace. I mean, um, but yeah, Webflow really enabled me to do things that I didn't know was possible without actually knowing how to code. Uh, yeah. So how how did you end up like you're in France? You're looking applying for all sorts of jobs, and you're learning Webflow. What? What's next? Did you find a regular day job or did you find a freelance gig? Um, how, how did, how did that happen? Yeah. So I was applying for jobs and it took me, I think four months for me to find something that like ended up being an employment. Um, and that employer, um, uh, they, they hired me as a marketer. Because I, through my like previous endeavors, uh, I've been my entire life, even in like high school, I've been doing a lot of personal projects like freelance photography, uh, freelance graphic design. Uh, I was even did selling. Uh, did you I have a portfolio with all designed, that? Uh, um, no, I didn't have any portfolio. Uh, to be honest, I just had. Uh, yeah, I didn't have anything to point to. I just knew that I had done it and uh, the employer had to take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, did you convince them that, yeah. that you knew how to do this stuff? I honestly have no idea. Really no no idea. Because <laughs> I had nothing. I had no proof. No proof at all. Uh, so I could be making it up completely. But uh, I guess they, they, they liked me and they took a, took a chance on me. But... Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I, at one point, I was even sign, um, selling custom-designed dog socks uh, in on Shopify and marketing that. <laughs> so I've been doing a lot of things. 
but but so like yeah they hired me as a marketer at this uh, company after four months of applying and uh, really great uh, employer super happy i learned so many things um um yeah i, I stayed there for 10 months i think in total uh, i learned so much from it i i really i think i learned during those 10 months, I think I learned the equivalent of like a four-year university degree. It's, it was really awesome. Uh, it was in a small startup, so uh, startup life. Uh, and uh, yeah, so yeah, at the same, I, I was working there as a marketer slash designer, a little bit of design work as well. But um, at the same time as I was doing that, I was still learning Webflow and doing a lot of these like design things on the side. Because um, I... I've always been that way that I need like some kind of creative outlet for myself. Um, whether that be just designing things for my own or like uh, painting, I do a lot of it too. Uh, so yeah, I need, need some kind of outlet. So during this whole time, I was learning even more of, of Webflow. And I was also doing a little bit of client uh, work here and there. Nothing big at all. It was like a couple hundred bucks here and there, uh, but it really allowed me to like realize that this could actually be something that I could make money from and make a living from. Um, maybe not at the time, but there is a possibility for the future. Um, so I guess fast forward to today, about two months ago, I realized that okay, Webflow is actually like a serious thing i could i could start to take this more seriously and uh, and that's what i did so i decided that okay let's revamp my my non-existent personal uh, portfolio website and make sure that i have something to point to uh, for future employers or clients um and uh, so i did that and uh, started um applying for jobs on upwork uh, was my first go to source for clients and it really worked out super well i um, did a couple of projects here and there and uh, started to build a little bit of a network and uh, like people that can say that oh, jonathan does good work um so i think that was super help- helpful for me to like prove that i can develop good things for actual businesses um, and uh, so that was two months ago and then one month ago from from today i uh, stumbled into a bit of a rough ending with my former employer uh, the startup that uh, hired me they um, it was a, i don't need to go into details but it was a bit of a misunderstanding between me and the employer uh, we uh, they i asked them to go down to work part time and focus more on my own business like trying to make freelance uh, actually work um, and uh, they thought that I would do, go down in time immediately, but I thought that I would wait a little bit longer. So they thought that I was working half-time, uh, like part-time, uh, but I was still working full-time. And that whole miscommunication led to them not wanting to pay out the, uh, the full salary to me. So that was mm. a whole drama situation. So long story short, I ended up... Uh, quitting that and we are not on good terms uh, but uh, <laughs> to say the least <laughs> um, 
But that again, I think that's the second time in like my adult life that I had to make things work. Because first, when I moved to France, I had to make things work because I needed a source of income. So I had to find a job or I had to do something to make money. And the second time around, I had to make something work too because I still needed a source of income. So again, I made sure I did everything. I spent like almost day and night uh, trying to find new clients. And again, I was doing that mostly through Upwork. Um, and I did like one or two projects that then eventually led to, or eventually it's a super short time frame, but it led to um, some uh, client work outside of the Upwork platform. So essentially means more money and something that I can like, actually make a living from, make a business from. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, something that I was thinking about actually the other day is that Personally, I think I need those situations where I have to make things work. Like I, if I don't, if I don't make money right now, I'm gonna end up on the streets. Uh, and I think that's kind of the the kick in the butt that I that I really need to kind of move forward in a faster way. Because I get very comfortable. I get very very comfortable when things are kind of just working. Um, yeah, so I need, I need those harsh or difficult situations. Yeah, that was like the the push to to find a solutions. I think um a lot of um people, a lot of entrepreneurs mention that as a factor to uh, that that motivates them to make things work is that when you have to make things work, you operate in a in a different way than when you're comfortable and you have no risk and you know that whatever happens you're going to be fine. Then you kind of like have a different mindset, but when you have to make things work, yeah. it's like you just focus on 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 the outcome. Um, so you started with with Upwork, so you kind of like had had to find freelance projects. So you were sort of like pushed into this future state that you wanted to be a freelancer, and now you are forced to being a freelancer. So. Mm how how is that different because you you've mentioned that you've you've had five businesses in the past so mm -hmm. is there anything you've learned in the past that you're applying uh right now that that is giving you you feel like is giving you like an advantage or like making things different or yeah can you tell us about how how what you've learned in the past and and what you can apply right now yeah yeah, absolutely. The like, I, like I said, I've been doing. Let me try to remember everything. Uh, so I've been doing. Um, I was selling paintings uh, at one point, like digital paintings on my iPad, uh, and so that's one thing. And I was doing baby photography actually, uh, so newborn babies. I was taking portraits, and uh, event photography, uh, just overall freelance photography graphic design at one point and uh, like i mentioned to selling the custom designed uh, dog socks uh, so i've been doing a lot of things but the none of these things were really like me thinking that oh i'm gonna make a living from this it was really just me like i want this seems interesting i don't know how to do it uh, so let's try to learn how to do it um 
like I said earlier too, like I'm a very hands-on person. I need to try things in order to learn it. So from, for example, from like freelancing with photography, I learned how to like talk to clients and how to like establish a personal but professional relationship. Uh, and like, even even though I'm getting paid to like spend time with this uh, person to phot uh, photograph them, I am still a nice human being and I like, we can still have a good time together. Um, so that's definitely one thing I learned from that. And then from, uh, from um, selling the socks, I learned how to set up a Shopify store. So that's a whole thing. And I learned like uh, setting up a, like, I guess the baseline of like how important a website is uh, for, or can be at least for a business. Um, and I also have to market that. So I learned Facebook ads and Google ads. Um, I by no means was a professional at it, but I, I learned how to like set up a ad campaign and an ad group and, and all that. Uh, so I, and like, I guess create like ad, ad um, creatives, like uh, images, videos. And I learned how to, to know what people get engaged by and like how to engage a human being when they're scrolling their feed. Um, because the, and I think that's definitely a massive, massive, massive thing that I think is anyone who wants to do anything online should try to learn at least one thing. And that is to, to how to stop a person from scrolling their feed. Like how do you make them stop? Um, because if you figure out, figure out that, uh, you can sell anything, I think. Um, so all of these things like marketing and my personal interest in design really came together. I think, I think it's a perfect combination, especially since I was doing marketing at this startup, I learned so many things, like even managing budgets, like that's a whole thing. Uh, and like knowing not to overspend or underspend even and like stay on schedule and uh, plan campaigns and even to some degree like manage relationships with uh, other like agencies um, so I really the main things that I've learned is definitely marketing so social media and paid like organic social media and paid advertising uh, graphic design for sure and uh, managing relationships and i think these three things really makes for a really strong like sturdy baseline setup uh, to to start out from because even like as a side note i even um, closer to the end uh, of my my employment with the startup um we brought in to we brought, employed another marketer to help out and uh, she super nice, super nice lady. Uh, she had a degree in uh, PR and communication. So she was like educated and everything. Uh, but no, um, I don't mean to because like we're on good terms, but I don't mean to bash her. But uh, like she had a degree, but she didn't have any kind of clue how to like really set up an ad campaign in Facebook ads, for example, or like what the inner workings of the 
algorithm in Facebook is, or like how to, yeah, like all these basic things that I think, I mean, I think are baseline things that you should know in order to work in any capacity at all with marketing. She didn't have that. And I'm not saying that to like bash her or anything. It's just the fact because she, I guess, didn't have all these previous um previous uh, projects like personal projects like i had she only had this uh, official university degree and uh, so really I, th- I think it's you in order to really know how to do something you can't just study it you need to try it you need to try doing it yourself uh, and i think that's definitely something that has set me up for uh, my coming success. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, so it's it's crazy that some people just don't have hands of hands on experiences. Like mm-hmm. only um, book smarts is uh, are not enough when you when you want to make something. When you really want to learn something, you have to go and do the thing, and that's when you learn the most. Mm-hmm. Um, like you were saying. Um, so when you're this is a question I, I I wanted to ask you when you are starting a new project or a new yeah a new project whether it's uh, it's photography or graphic design or or webflow what's um do you have a process or what's the first thing that you do when you're when you're tackling a design problem like how do you go about solving design problems solving design problems is really I I mean it's to be honest it's something I'm still learning because like you. Like we both know, I'm very new as like uh, being my own, <laughs> being my own boss. Um, but uh, what I've been doing recently is to first, okay, establish what is the problem. Uh, like, what am I trying to solve here? Uh, and uh, so from from that, when I know what the issue actually is, then I can start looking for other like existing solutions for this. Is there something that I can already apply because I don't think you should I don't think you need to like reinvent the, uh, the wheel if there is a solution for it why why change it uh, so that's the very first thing that I do like look is there a solution for this already do I need to create one or can I just use something existing um, and then of course adjust that to like my specific situation but use the you know, principles and if there isn't, um, that's that's a whole other issue because then I think we get into more of a creativity and uh, like problem solving skills. Um, and I personally am a very creative soul. I like to just kind of sure look at inspiration, but then try to find my own way around it. So. I feel like it's a very fluffy answer, but uh, to to yeah, check if there is there an actual solution for it, and if not, okay, how do I go about solving this? And the way I try to find inspiration is I go on like Dribble, for example, and look or like have anyone else done a similar thing? Can I apply this in some way or another? And really think from the perspective of like the end user, because like I can I can be sitting here and thinking like, oh, this solution would be perfect for me because it would be super simple to develop. Uh, but maybe 
it's not going to be a very good experience for the end user. Um, so I really, that's something I really try to keep myself in check for that I like actually solve the problem for not myself, but the user. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Was it a, did I yeah. have an answer? <laughs> I mean, you, you describe, you empirically learn by trial and error and by your, but your hands on, by your hands on experience, you, you learn what seems to be like a typical design process where like you start by defining the problem, defining the constraints on really understanding the problem and then defining what the problem is that you're trying to solve and then do some research to see if that problem has been solved before. So the state of the art for around that problem. And then you, based on that information, you go and, and explore the, the, the solutions within the problem space or the design space that you have available. That is a, a solid design process in my, in my opinion. So it's really, I'm, I'm really, yeah, uh, it's really amazing that um, at, at such a young age and without, because I, I guess you don't have a f formal design education, you've learned yeah. most of what you know, you learn by doing it and you learn it really fast because you were already working on projects, working with clients, starting businesses, um, producing creative work for clients. You learn what usually people take four years to learn in, in a degree. So it goes to show that today, if you want to make money online and this sounds scammy or, 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 but like, this is the real way, like you can start making money online. You, you can learn skills that about stuff that you're passionate about, and then you can sell those skills. It's really not that complicated. If you really have the will to put in the time to, to learn it. You don't really need a degree. You can just start learning stuff and and people are willing to pay for this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to your point, I think I've always been like the kind of guy that just goes for it. And I have no idea if it's going to work out, but I, I think it's fun, so I'm going to go for it. And I think it's a shame because I, I see a lot of like my friends and uh, even actually yesterday I was at, the, at a friend's house and we were talking about like if he my newly started business and i was talking about if he like had any interest in like starting his own thing or like doing something like that and something he said that i see in a lot of my friends is that yeah well i i don't know what am i gonna do or like i don't know anything i, I like what am i gonna bring to the world essentially and I'm like, well, you're a unique human being. You have, everyone has something to bring into the world. It doesn't have to be like this massive thing that's going to be the next Facebook. But like, it can be, uh, there, there, there are so many things that other people are looking for. You just have to find it. And even sometimes other people may not even be looking for it, but you end up bringing something that into the world that people didn't even know they needed. And that becomes like its own business. Um, so I, I think you have to not overthink it and just go for it because there, there really isn't anything stopping anyone, especially in today's day and age, like the internet enables anyone to do anything. Even like, I mean, put up a video on TikTok and you can reach a thousand people immediately. 
like as a completely new person and you may go and think okay a thousand people that's not really a lot because you see people getting uh, millions and millions of views but try to fit a thousand people into your apartment you're gonna see that it's a lot of people uh, so I, I think really it comes down to perspective like there is always something you can bring into the world and it doesn't have to be immediate success that's really interesting when you said um post a video on tiktok and reach a thousand people as a new user try to get a thousand people to look at anything that you make um using like it's crazy but now we can call traditional advertising facebook and google when traditional advertising used Mm. to be newspapers um but but yeah so try to get a thousand people to look at anything is not really that easy and now that you have platforms like like tiktok that you can um reach a thousand people just by posting whatever on 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 your account that's huge that's massive so it's kind of like well this like distribution media like tiktok and and the possibility of learning anything through youtube or tiktok um is kind of like leveling the playing field for anyone so like it's you really don't need a degree anymore you can learn whatever you want and it's it's a lot more fun because you choose what to learn yeah you don't have the structure that you may have in formal education but you don't really need that most most times you don't need that structure like you'll you'll figure out what is it that you have to learn next most times just by doing stuff like you were telling your friends yeah so you can learn something online yeah yeah i was gonna say that like when i first moved to france for example i put up my very very first tiktok video and it got a hundred thousand views like that's insane Uh, completely insane i didn't end up like doing anything with it because it was just a fun video but like just to emphasize the fact that you can reach a whole bunch of people with basically no effort and also to your point with like university and the traditional education i am so sick and tired of like how everyone thinks university is the only way to go. There are so many different ways you can go about making a living for yourself and like making something out of your interests. Because like I, I've started and dropped out of two university uh, degrees. First time around, I was um, uh, as a preschool teacher, completely different from what I'm doing now. Uh, and second time around, I was. Uh, I started the PR and communication degree, uh, but both times, first time I realized that, that preschool teaching wasn't for me, but the second time around, it was, I dropped out because I like, I came to class, they had their presentation, the teacher, uh, and we had our books. We bought our books for like a whole bunch of money, too many, too much money. Uh, but I realized that everything that the teacher was saying in the classroom was written in the book and they didn't really bring any new perspective into it sure we had our like breakup groups and we discussed it with like our other students but you can do that online too so i i came to to the conclusion that like why am i paying a whole bunch of money or in sweden education is free but uh, why am i taking on a whole bunch of student debt in order to get an education that i could just get from a 50 euro book like what kind of crazy world are people living in 
so yeah that's really that's what made me drop out and like everything is free online or if it's not free you can get it for like 100 bucks so what is the point unless you want to become a doctor or something that you actually need the paper for yeah don't learn what surgery on youtube yeah. that, that, <laughs> no. that is an exception <laughs> Yeah, that's an exception for sure. Don't even yeah. don't even search for it. No. <laughs> but 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 like in all fairness, I'm I'm pretty sure. Well, I haven't I haven't actually done this, but I'm pretty sure there's doctors with YouTube channels sharing techniques and stuff. So it's not about learning how to be a surgeon. It's like when you're already a surgeon, you can share like new techniques that you develop and stuff online, or like discoveries that you make, which is great because you share knowledge with other people. So joke jokes aside you can actually share um stuff related to surgery or anything like on youtube you find like the most from the most simple topics like how do i um change a light bulb to like you know astrophysical concepts that are super complex um there's everything on youtube yeah. and it's free exactly yeah i'd like to see almost youtube as the biggest and really best education anyone can get because there is everything 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 on there like you can like you said you can find like surgeons <laughs> explaining things that i like yeah explaining super complicated things but then you can also find like how to um, make your plants grow quicker <laughs> like there, there's everything on there so to to think that traditional education is the only way forward it's it's just not true yeah that's that's so so interesting i have a couple more questions for you the first one i like to ask uh, people this what is your favorite app right now and and you know webflow doesn't count yeah <laughs> um, my favorite app on on my phone actually is uh, structured uh, it's called it's a uh, it's like a I guess day planner, day blocking uh, app. Because uh, I, I realized that when I was, uh, as, soon, as soon as I went freelance and didn't have like a boss telling me to, like this needs to be done today, uh, I realized that I very easily got very distracted. Because uh, like I have, I have my Nintendo Switch here right beside my computer. I have like my iPad here. I, I have a, like, I have a lot of technology and things that I, want to do and like I, I like being outside so I found myself that I was like going out way too much not going out in like the party sense but just going outside a lot uh, instead of like doing the work and I found myself like being on my phone way too much uh, so I didn't get the it didn't get shit done um, so I was kind of looking around for an app or something some kind of way to like force myself to stay more structured um and so i found this app and it's basically you it's a scheduling app basically you like block out time throughout your day and it gives you reminders um to start and stop working on the things that you block out time for uh, and so that's my definitely my favorite app and that in combination with there's a stream on uh, a streamer on twitch uh, called study time um she um, she's essentially it's like a community community of people that uh, works or studies together and uh, 
you, they use something called like Pomodoro uh, trackers. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically, yeah, you work like 45 minutes and then take a 10 minutes break uh, or however you want to set it up. And for me, that stream in combination with the app really makes me like stay on top of things because it, yeah, if, for, if I see this streamer and other people in the like chat room uh, not engaging and like seeing them work, it makes me feel like, okay, maybe I have to work too. Uh, the social so. pressure. <laughs> yeah, social pressure. <laughs> That's so interesting. It it's like, you know how, at least I did this, um, I used to, when I was um, writing my, my thesis, I went I used to go to the um, library, not because of the books, but because everyone's studying and in, and in silence. So I don't get, I don't get distracted or I don't get as distracted in the, or mm. in the library. So it's basically people have managed somehow to replicate some of that experience online through Twitch. I've, I've also seen, um, there's a lot of YouTube videos where they're, they're called study with me and there's people who just mm -hmm. like record themselves for like two and a half or three hours with some nice chill music in the background and the videos the youtube chat chapters of the videos are broken into pomodoro blocks so you can literally you don't even need a pomodoro tracker you can just play one of these videos and and, and get to work yeah, it's, it's really cool it's really great and yeah, and oh. it also gives me a sense of like community because yeah. I, I I find myself feeling a little bit alone when I'm working from home. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, what is um a book, podcast, movie, video, um, gadget that has inspired you recently or ever? The future for sure. It's a podcast. Um, the future with Christo. Uh, I can definitely recommend it to any freelancer in the design world. Uh, doesn't have to be design really, but they talk about like freelance from a design perspective um, and really give tips on talking to clients, uh, like uh, yeah, everything from talking to clients to finding work to really like mental health and uh, yeah, really, I, I guess everything surrounding freelance as a business with design work uh, definitely helped me. I've listened to them for years, years and years. Uh, it's super great. And so the future with Christo and also um, Gary B, uh, of course, uh, <laughs> any any business person, I guess. I Marketing. We'll say Gary B. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I love everything that Chris Doe does, I've been saying, I started watching him. He used to have a, a channel. I think he changed the same name. He had a channel called The School with um, mm. with with his uh, partner. And then he turned that channel into the future when he started, when, when he started doing content on his own. And he grew that channel like, wow. Like his first videos were, um, I, re I remember like a video I watched mo probably in 2017 of like him explaining, I think that video is still online, like uh, how much does a logo cost? And he explains why people, um, why Nike would pay so much for someone redesigning their logo. Mm. 
it's really really yeah. cool like that that was the first video that's how i got exposed to to his content and then i started following him i actually have the book he wrote a book oh. that's kind of like a summary of of his techniques it's really it's a beautiful book really well uh made really high quality paper and stuff mm-hmm. um yeah, and then there's you know uh, Gary Vee that it's all about. Well, I've never read any of his books, but I I've seen several of his videos, and he I really like his approach in which um, it's all about providing value, and that's how you mm-hmm. how how people start finding you online and being interested in what you do. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think I've taken a lot from. If there's any one person I I would say have like taught me a lot in professionally what I do is definitely Gary Vee. And also like you said, like the his strategy strategy through or around like content marketing, because that's essentially what it is. It's like yeah, to, to provide value because if you don't provide any value, why should anyone like provide any value to you in return? And it makes a lot of sense. It sounds so basic. But so many people don't realize it. And even businesses, like large businesses, don't realize that you actually have to provide value. And that's something I, I was struggling with, like that idea. I was struggling a lot getting through that idea to, to my former employer employer at the startup. Uh, that like, we have to create content. We have to, we have to exist out there. Uh, but yeah, and I think it works too, because... Like for my own business now, I'm, I'm Twitter is my main uh, main place that I exist, and I try to I try to in my own way. I mean, I'm learning too, but I'm trying to provide as much value as I can in in the form that I can, and uh, hopefully it brings something good in return. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, all right. So, where can people go to to learn more about what you're doing? Uh, Twitter is my main place. I uh, publish uh, every day there, and uh, I'm very active. Uh, so on Twitter, you find me under the at F O R S Jonathan. So Fosh Jonathan, F O R S J O N A T H A N, and also the same 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 name and the order for my website so foshjonathan.com nice great jonathan thank you so much for your time today and sharing uh what you've learned in in your career um lots of luck and success in your in the upcoming months when you're taking off your freelance business and yeah, there you have it, folks. If you want to connect with Jonathan, he's a great Webflow developer. So um, if you are in need of a great website, go and hit him up on, on Twitter. And that's it for today. Thank you. And stop it.